A woman gets lucky on her honeymoon. A fire almost destroys Universal Studios. And we're seeing color on NBC. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, November 6th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it, it's been a crazy week. We had the election on Tuesday. It's Friday, so let's just forget everything and celebrate the weekend. And what better way to celebrate than with nachos? You know, I don't want to talk about nachos just by myself here. So I brought Scott from What Should I Do podcast. Hey, hey, Scott, how are you? Russ, how are you, my friend? Thank you for bringing me on to talk about one of my favorite foods on the planet. You guys have talked about it in a couple of episodes, so I figured... You know, who else should I bring on? I greatly appreciate the plug. We have, actually, we play a fun game called the Starting Five. Whether it's guests or my co-host, doesn't matter. We draft items around a theme. And a while back, we drafted our favorite bar appetizers. And then more recently, the one I'm going to reference is Foods You Can't Find Anywhere, where I came up with the idea, this was an invention of mine, create your own nachos. Now, I'm not talking about select a bunch of items and they bring you the nachos out. No, build them at the table because we're in the COVID world. I don't want shared plates anymore. Yeah. Give me all the fixings and I'll make it for myself. Well, see, then you get to pick what you want. I know, you know, beans are like typical on nachos. I don't like them. Exactly. My wife's the same way. So she says, get the beans out of here and I want loads of cheese. So make them your way. That's what you got to do. What I've been doing, I went to Texas about two years ago. And ever since, I've been a big fan of pulled pork and brisket. Pulled pork on top of nachos? Oh, man, forget about it. It was actually introduced at a Tampa Bay Rays game. I know that they just made the World Series. Last year, went to one of their games in Tampa Bay and was introduced to pulled pork on nachos. Delicious. Thank you for bringing it up. Nachos have actually a day where they have a nacho festival in this small town in Mexico where nachos were actually created. They were created by accident. Wow. Yeah. There were some military wives that were out on the town and they were going to different restaurants. They were all closed. So this guy basically put a bunch of stuff on top of some chips and that's how nachos became a thing. So they have two days, not just today, but two days. We celebrated the other day a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, National Team Manager Day. First of all, that guy, awesome team manager because he was able to put all that together. But really, I guess we're just celebrating like kind of mid-level managers today, right? Not not the CEOs, but maybe the mid-level people. Let's give a boost to these individuals because they're probably working very hard in this COVID world of team managing when most people are at home, like yourself, Russ. Right. But in all honesty, maybe they need the morale booster that is maybe some at-home delivery of nachos to all your staff members. How well would that work? That would be delicious. I'd thank my boss for it. That would be awesome. That's what we need to do. That's That should be the campaign. Nachos for Mid-Managers Day. Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's create that holiday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so, uh, you know, obviously uh, you've talked about your podcast. We've talked about nachos on your podcast. So we've got a lot in common here. We should probably uh, tell people where to find your podcast. Any media player, anything where you're finding Russ's podcast, you're going to find What Should I Do, the podcast. We have three different streams happening right now on the same channel. We talk The Bachelor. We talk these starting five games just to have fun. And more than anything, we focus at least once a week on some type of growth mindset or interview with an outstanding guest. Maybe they are an entrepreneur. Maybe they have had some tough times with mental health or fitness or anything. We really like to bring people on with that what should I do theme that can help you in your life in some way, shape or form. And then those other two things I referenced, The Bachelor and The Starting Five, they're just for fun. 
So come on and find us, but continue to listen to this podcast because <laughs> I've become a listener and I'm getting all my facts every morning about whatever's national day it is. I love it. Hey, not only did you plug your podcast, but you plugged mine. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to be back in 30 seconds. We're going to tell you a very colorful story about NBC. We're also going to tell you about a woman who got lucky on her honeymoon and on her anniversary. I'll tell you that coming up next. Okay, as I mentioned, you know, it's been a crazy election week. And, I, you know, instead of telling you about an election that happened on this day in 1860, I thought maybe, you know, I'd bring Scott back and we'd play a little trivia. What do you think, Scott? Thanks, Russ. I'm ready to do it. All right. I love it. Okay, so on this day in 1860, Abraham Lincoln was elected president of the United States. All the presidents are numbered. We've got, you know, George Washington, one, John Adams, two. What number was uh, Lincoln? I believe he was number 16. Yes. All right. Off to a good start here. So uh, Lincoln was assassinated in office. Where was he when he was assassinated? I think it would be safe to say that he was in a theater balcony. Yes, at Ford's Theater, he was assassinated. Uh, he was sitting up there. You know, he was holding his wife's hand when he was assassinated, isn't that? That's beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful and tragic all at the same time. Exactly. Uh, it was their wedding anniversary a couple of days ago. We talked about that on the podcast. All right. How about this one? His vice president. What was his vice president's name? Uh, Rusk. No way. No way. I got those first two. I was working my way in the right direction. No way I've got this answer. Go ahead and tell me what it is. <laughs> Andrew Johnson was his name. And Okay. How about this one? You, this one, th th this is a tough one, uh, but I'm not going to give you the hardest part of this. I'll, I'll, I'll make this easy on you. How many presidents were assassinated in office? I can think of two immediately, so I'm going to guess more than two. I'm going to guess the, the greater than, and that would be three. Oh, you are so close. We've got four. Four presidents assassinated in office. Of course, Lincoln. We got James Garfield. We got William McKinley, and I'll let you finish it off. Who's the uh, fourth one? John F. Kennedy. Yes, John F. Kennedy. He was assassinated in November. We've got actually a whole podcast dedicated to him later this month. Uh, you're you're going to be listening to that one, right? You said you listened to the show. so Hands down. Hands down. I might <laughs> listen to it twice. Nice. Nice. Hey, and one more time, uh, the name of your podcast? You can find us on any media player, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can find any podcast. What Should I Do the Podcast? You can also find us on Instagram at What Should I Do the Podcast. Chat with us. Give us content. Hey, if you're a listener to this podcast and you've got a great story, come on ours and share it, please. I Tell a friend. It. And uh, we hope to uh, grab some new listeners. But more importantly, I'm glad I'm here on Nacho Day. Yeah, you got to love Nacho Day. And you know what? I just can't wait any longer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Good. All right. We got a couple more stories to tell you about. As I chew my nachos, mm. wow, that was a bad idea. It was a good bit, I guess, but bad idea for trying to do a show. Okay, so in 1966, the entire lineup televised uh, in color on NBC. Can you believe that? The entire lineup in color? Oh my God, imagine that, being able to see everything on TV in full color instead of black and white. Man, that would be... That would be amazing. Yeah, it was a big thing back in 1966. I took a look at some of the shows that were in that lineup, The Wonderful World of Disney. Okay, when I think of that show, I think of ABC because now, you know, Disney owns ABC as it owns just about everything else. Uh, but this show hopped around.
down all the three major networks back then. It was on ABC for a bit, NBC, CBS, uh, back to ABC. It was kind of all over the place. Uh, it had already ran for 12 years. The interesting thing about that show being on in 1966 was that was the same year that Walt Disney died. He died on December 15th, 1966. Now, Walt had already filmed his introductions prior to his death, so those continued to air for the remainder of the season. Also, Bonanza was on the card there. Uh, it was a returning show. The new show for that year, or at least one of the new shows, was The Monkees. I remember uh, watching The Monkees reruns on MTV back in the like 80s, 90s, whatever it was. Another Pretty cool show was I Dream of Genie. That was on that year. Of course, you got to love the theme song to that, right? You know, I can't sing it because, or, you know, hum it because then I'd have to pay like a million dollars for it. But I love uh, I Dream of Genie. Uh, Star Trek as well started that year. That was a new show for the season. The Man from Uncle Flipper and one of my favorites, Get Smart. If you've never seen the original uh, television show of Get Smart, you definitely do have to check that out. Uh, some of the inventions that we have today came from <laughs> Get Smart, basically, or some ideas that were on there, at least. Okay, mo moving on now to 1990. There was a fire at Universal Studios, and it burned some of the stages, including Brownstone Street, which is like one of the New York sets at Universal Studios. It also burned much of Courthouse Square, and that is famous for Back to the Future. A security guard with a cigarette lighter was the source of all of this. Also, it was powered by really windy conditions. 400 firefighters and nine helicopters were called in to fight the blaze. There was actually a sequel to this because, you know, everything at Universal Studios has to have a sequel. They did it in 2008. Yeah, there was another fire caused by uh, somebody creating some sets there. And that was nearly in the same area. And that also took down the big King Kong uh, exhibit that they had there for the tours. Both times, though, the park was open pretty darn quick afterwards. In fact, after that first fire, even though it was so bad, <laughs> they opened the next day and they continued on. All right. Well, we just had an election this week. Actually, it's, it still seems like it's election day, uh, right? It's, well, it's election month, I guess we'll call it. Uh, anyway, I got to tell you that on this day, back in 2012, Barack Obama was re-elected president of the United States. All right, I'm going to tell you a story from last year. I found this story and I just thought it was awesome. A woman from North Carolina who had won $50,000 three days before she got married. Okay, well now, last year, it was her one year anniversary. What'd she do? She won again. This time, just $5,000. But still, come on, $55,000, you get $50,000 on your wedding day and $5,000 as basically an anniversary gift. This reminds me of an old joke that I heard. I know I don't tell a whole lot of jokes on the podcast, but I got to tell this one because uh, I just thought of it with this uh, little story here. Uh, so a man tells his wife, honey, what would you do if I won the lottery? And she says, well, you know, I would just leave you and I'd take half. Uh, so he said, guess what? I, I just want a dollar. Here's 50 cents. Now get out. 
All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Ethan Hawke turns 50 years old. Sally Field is 74. Lamar Odom is 41. Emma Stone is 32. Zig Ziglar, a motivational speaker. He would be 94 today, except he died in 2012. Maria Shriver is 65. I feel like I have to say that like Maria Shriver. Uh, she is 65 today. All right, that's your look at November 6th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. A special thanks to Scott from the What Should I Do podcast for uh, joining me today. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.